Hi guys, it's Emmett. So I'm walking to the back lot of the house right now in an attempt to get far enough away from people that I feel like I can talk uh, to do the podcast. It's, it's a tricky thing, this kind of talking. It requires a privacy that uh, doesn't really have much to do with getting my thoughts to flow. It's more that for a medium that is public, when it's done, it feels surprisingly vulnerable and private while I'm actually doing it. Um, And I suppose that's part of how I can tell if I feel like I've done a good job with it, is that it feels like that. Um, The few times I've done it with other people, it has felt... mm, I don't know, more, more hollow, in a way. Um, so, uh, so yeah. We got back from uh, a couple days up in Maine um, to feel like summer is really here, and everything is really growing, and at a pace where you go to an area of that that you were just at a couple weeks ago and everything is springing up several feet of growth in some instances. And I I came inside and I saw my sister-in-law working in the back kitchen and she asked how things are going. I said, everything's growing, including all the stuff I don't want. And it's true that there's, you know, there's all of this stuff that we cut back, bindweed and bittersweet and Virginia creeper and multiflora rose and, um, and some honeysuckle and just all this stuff that we cut back to change the landscape, clear thickets, all that. There are all these areas where we then have to keep cutting them back and keep cutting them back. And this is the time of year when it needs to happen because otherwise they just put out fresh growth and they're happy as can be. Um, and it's this, it's this phase, it's the phase where you have done the initial clearing, but you need to do the follow-up that gets people, I think. Um, I've been thinking a lot about this because I've been thinking about um, uh, the whole issue of dealing with racial injustice in, in this country and how, uh, to my mind, the the thing that is most important to me is that is that the follow-up stuff happens because it seems like we as a culture we're good social media makes it easy uh, relatively easy to mobilize people for a brief period of time to get the initial work done and I've done other podcasts about how almost everything takes uh, goes quicker than you think it will um, if you just get down to it but then there's this there's the flip side of that coin is that there's all of these instances where you actually need to follow up and keep following up and keep following up and keep following up and keep shaping the landscape whichever landscape we're talking the, the cultural landscape or the physical landscape into the vision you have for it um, and if you only do the initial push and then don't do the follow-up, you don't get the change that you actually want. Um, 
And so that's what I've been thinking about recently is how the habits, the, the, the habits of tending to a place, understanding that to shape a piece of land into the vision that you have for it develops those same habits and understandings that I think are necessary for cultural change as well. That this is a long-term process where stuff happens fast in the micro, but then happens, has a long tail. Um, Happens fast at first, but then has a long tail where you have to follow through or or it will revert back to what it was before. Um, so that's what I'm thinking about. Um, and, and as always, I'm curious what examples you can think of in your own life. Because uh, I think the more times we have, uh, the more examples we have in our heads of like, oh yeah, this is that same pattern the more I think we can see it in instances where we aren't used to thinking of it as being that pattern. And then when you can see it, you can do something about it. But until you articulate something and really uh, see it for what it is, a lot of times we don't do stuff about it because we just aren't, um, we don't consciously recognize it for what it is. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.